You're listening to the Kerry Woodham Mornings Podcast from Newstalk ZB. Well, the stats speak for themselves, really, don't they? Since October 2017, there has been an 83% increase in sexual offenders serving an electronically monitored sentence, a 133% increase in gang members sentenced for violence offences serving an electronically monitored sentence. As at the 30th of June 2023, there are 917 people serving an electronically monitored sentence in the community for violent offending. You'll remember the teen mongrel mob member who broke into the home of a pregnant woman and sexually assaulted her. He was sentenced to 12 months home detention and on his way out, put up his hand and yeah, nailed it. He wasn't seeing this as, a, as an opportunity to rehabilitate. He wasn't seeing this as an opportunity to put a life of crime behind him. He wasn't seeing this as an opportunity to turn his life around. He knew he'd got off lightly. What does that say about the judiciary's attitude towards women and sexual offending too? You've got 83% increase in sexual offenders serving an electronically monitored sentence. Not that serious. Doesn't really matter. Another teen mongrel mob member who was involved in murdering a man also received 12 months home detention. And it doesn't mean they're staying home. You know, you, you are given home detention. That's bad enough. That sounds cushy enough. They're not staying there. The streets of New Zealand are jangling with the sound of people wandering around with their electronic bracelets doing whatever they wish. And so this looseness around electronic monitoring has resulted in a record number of charges for breaches of home detention. 2,035 breaches of home detention in the year to June. And those are only the ones they've caught. There are plenty they haven't. Don't get me wrong. There are many people who do use the opportunity of a non-custodial sentence to continue to work, to rehabilitate themselves, to not let a moment of madness destroy their lives, their families forever. I get that. But others are just having a laugh. The damage they do, however, is not very funny, as we've seen with recent events. Criminal lawyer Steve Cullen was on the Mike Hosking breakfast this morning, and he says home detention should continue to be an option, but the answer is a separate entity to monitor those on electronic bail. Well, the answer would seem to be, if you want my view, that it's it's, uh, resources. They've got to put more money into people monitoring it. uh, One consideration would be to appoint a specific body to actually go and ensure there's compliance, because at the moment, corrections picks up that somebody's breached, they have to report it through to the police, and then, of course, the police are overworked and understaffed. They've got a yeah. glut of media of homicides happening all around the country, and enforcement just doesn't seem to be as prevalent as it was. No, it's not. So you've got more people being put on electronic home detention, electronic monitoring and home detention, in response to a government that has demanded, basically, that judges don't send people to prison who have said, look, we want to reduce the prison population. 
So you've got an increase in people who are being electronically monitored, except they're not being electronically monitored. I love the quote from Corrections, who told News Hub, they acknowledged the number of breaches has risen, but said they don't have any evidence to suggest what might be driving it. It's professional criminals having a laugh at our expense. I am amazed at the numbers of you who have rung me in the past and told me that you've given jobs to ex-cons. You've taken a chance, and it has mostly worked out. Working, participating in the community is vital to ensuring the cycle of crime and imprisonment stops. But when you have people who are committed to a life of crime, who have it tattooed on their face, who wear it on their jackets, who only know one way of life, and you see a 133% increase in gang members being given home detention, doesn't that tell you something? This is how they make their living. They commit crime. These are not people who've made, in a moment of madness, have committed a grievous error and are using the opportunity of home detention to stay in touch with their lives, not letting it derail them. You have this level of crime being committed by people who are committed to a life of crime, who are given home detention. They're not using it as an opportunity. They don't see it as an opportunity to rehabilitate themselves. They see it as an opportunity to continue business as usual, but easier than doing it behind bars. I mean, they still do it from their prison cells. They still continue doing what they do. It's just a little bit harder. If it's not working, if it's broke, you fix it. It's time to get tough. For more from Kerry Woodham Mornings, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.